It's championship weekend on the Dynasty Hot Seat. We had to get a championship player on for championship week weekend. So we got Kev, the Dynasty Goat, back on. This is going to be one hell of a show. You do not want to miss it. Let's get going. <laughs> championship podcast championship weekend and i thought you know who's definitely going to have lots of teams to talk about in a championship final i tried to get paul pickett on he doesn't have any so we got we got <laughs> that's not true i'm sure he's got lots we got we got kev back at the show find him over on twitter at dynasty underscore goats the first time i think kev you must hold the record i think you've been on the podcast more than anybody else was this like your Fourth, fourth time in the podcast. Though? Fourth time, yeah. You've you've got it bang on there, Max. Thanks for having us back and uh, lovely words to to suggest that I've got lots of championship rosters. I've got a few, but I do play in a lot of leagues. But yeah, got a uh, got a few nice nice tips to get started, and um, just looking forward to a great show. We're, we're limbered up. We're we're ready to to rock and roll. Yeah, absolutely. I will get into those championship rosters in a minute, but we'll just start with you know. Championship weekend, obviously, lots of people are going to be analyzing and studying and thinking once, thinking twice, thinking three times, you know, about what to do with their rosters and who to start. And do you have any kind of tips for people if they're sitting right now wondering who's going to start before the Thursday night game kicks off? Yeah, I've just got a couple of tips. The first one's a really simple one, um, and it's just don't overthink it. Just stick to your process. Follow your normal um, sort of lineup settings that you do. It's it is a habit that when you get close to the prize, you start to maybe falter a little bit and overthink it and try and do things a little bit different. But you've got this far by sticking to your process. Continue to do that, and hopefully the the coin flip is in your favour this weekend. And yeah, then the uh, oh, do you want me to carry on? Or yeah, well, no, I was going to say you don't want to be Pete Carroll in the Super Bowl, right? Like. <laughs> You don't want to overthink things. You don't want to throw an interception at the last hurdle. I mean, just, you know, use what got you this far and, you know, hand the damn ball to beast mode and just smash over the line, right? Don't get cute. Just, you know, do what got you this far. Exactly. That's exactly the, the, the point, Mags. And the second part is just regarding if you're playing in a lot of dynasty leagues, if you're a portfolio dynasty manager where you've got 20, 30 teams yeah. or such, maybe you're in four or five finals, if you get into a point where you've got a player that's starting in the majority of those games for you, maybe in the flex spot, something like that, and there's other options you've got that are projected to be of a similar range of outputs, it's best to hedge your bets and maybe start that guy in a couple of leagues for that rather than every league. Because if he goes down injured, if he has a bad game, then you're potentially sinking a lot of rosters. The most likely spot's going to be your flex spot. It might be your super flex QB as well. Uh, we're not saying sort of, I don't know, put McCaffrey on your bench because you've got him in four leagues. But if yeah. there's viable options available to you, 
hedge your bets and uh, you're going to have less risk this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I always think about players like like maybe like a Gabe Davis, right? For that, you don't want to be starting Gabe Davis everywhere because he is, you know, risky one way or the other. But, you know, you might want to, yeah, hedge it and maybe decide to, to start Gabe Davis in one league above like a, maybe like a DeAndre Hopkins, right? Even who's got a bad quarterback situation. Like you might think, hey, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll fire in Gabe Davis in one of my leagues and, and keep keep everything else separate. So, yeah, I really like that as a tip as well. Don't, yeah, don't get cute with things and, yeah, try and steady everything don't i mean is it a bad hmm, i don't know if this is bad advice you'll let me know <laughs> so if you're in five finals i mean don't expect to win all five right i just feel that every playoff game is a coin flip you're coming up against the best people yeah. in your league in that particular season even if you're a 60 40 um favorite in say the two games, yeah. 60% in game one, 60% in game two. For you to win a ship in just just thinking of the semis and the final, it's it's 36% chance. It's just over one in yeah. three. So you've got to get lucky with the coin flips. If you're in yeah. five finals and you get three, you've smashed it. Absolutely, yeah. And I think, yeah, by diversifying a bit, you give yourself more of a chance to like win a couple of those finals or where if you don't, you're kind of, you might go all in, you might go chips in, you might win all five, but you could also win zero, which is a lot worse than winning like the opposite. I think the feeling of winning all five isn't quite worth it for the feeling of winning zero because that's just <laughs> crushing, right? Yeah, don't get greedy, people. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So let's let's go in and we'll, we'll dive into, to one, we'll, we'll actually go to your roster first, Kev, because... Um, my roster, I'm kind of letting it marinate a little bit. And hopefully, you know, mm -hmm. everything goes perfectly for the show. We'll actually have a, you know, on-screen trade going through because I've got about four trades sent out nice. cooking. So we might actually see one appear as we're talking, which would be ideal. So we'll we'll pop up um, your team first of all, Kev, and this is a championship final roster. Of course, it is from from the dynasty. Oh, yeah. So if you want to run us through. Um, the team that you have got set up just at this moment in time then? Yeah, so I'll give a bit of context to this team first. So you can see a little uh, yellow ribbon there, which it means it won mm -hmm. the ship last year. I'm going for the back-to-back. The -back and Love it. I have pushed the chips all in on this one um, with sort of the trades I've done, the, the win-now trades, because I feel my windows now and I'm going to maximise that. So that's the first thing. Yeah. When I move on to my team now, you'll notice that there's, um, it's pretty empty. Yes. There's only one guy there, Ezekiel Elliott, and that's because he's playing tonight. I want to just get him in there, out of the way, and yeah. I know he's locked in. The, the other decisions I can sort of make close for time, but we'll go for it now. QB, yeah. spot first of all. The viable options, you've got Geno Smith against the Jets, pretty tough defence. Yeah, uh, you've got um, Tom Brady as well there um, against yep. uh, the Panthers at home, mm -hmm. and Josh Allen on Tuesday night. Now, I mentioned earlier about diversifying your bets. I've got Josh Allen as a starter in another final, but I'm not benching him in this league because no, it's Josh Allen. <laughs> yeah. He's projected yeah, he, to be yeah. the main man, so I'll be popping him into the. QB spot. Well, actually, it'll be the Superflex spot because I've got a thing with doing it in day order and he's a Tuesday night game, so he's got to be in the I've, Superflex spot. 
Yeah, I think that that's generally like just a, a good practice to have, right? Because if he goes down injured, then you can replace him with a wider variety of players later on. Whereas if you have him in that QB slot, and he goes, you have to put a you have to put QB in there, but you might not have a spare one. So I think, yeah, that's always what I would be doing as well. So, I mean, I'm, I'm seeing little glimpses of this team, Kevin. I'm loving what I'm seeing. So that's Josh Allen, great start in a quarterback. Um, are, are, you, are you wanting to do your QB2 now in the Superflex, or are you wanting to just work your way down through running backs? Yeah, we'll keep it at QB, and my decision comes down to Geno Smith at home to the Jets or Tom Brady at home to the Panthers. Now, what, what yeah. I like to do in a one-off match is just have a quick look at the other team to see yes, sort of is the players that maybe if I if I like I've got the QB and they've got a wide receiver, is it sort of mm. playing against each other, playing with a lot of averages that if the wide receiver goes off, I've got the QB, how do I want to do it? So this chap mm. it's got Leonard Fournette as a Bucks player and nothing Seahawks wise. Yeah. So on this one, my thought process is it's a it's a fifty fifty game. Um, this this uh, gentleman I'm facing, unfortunately, Derek Henry's got injured, so maybe I'm a slight favourite in this game. Yeah, so and my, he had, my, obviously had Jalen Hurts as well. Though, well, is he projected yeah. to play, Kev? He's been throwing at today's practice, which is better than he was last week, but. Yeah. Um, it, it's undecided at this stage. I, I'd quite like him to sit because he's on a yeah. few of my opponent's rosters, and I prefer for him not to not to play from a fantasy point of view. But yeah, um, I guess real life as an Eagles fan, if he's well enough to play, if he's not at risk of re-injury, then get him in there. Yeah. yeah. Um. So just thinking about the the matchup itself, my thought process is if Leonard Fournette has a big game, it's probably. Um, on the back of the books being in catch-up mode, which great for Tom yeah. Brady's score, or it's because Brady's put them up with his arm to begin with. So I'm yes. going to play it safe, take Tom Brady. Plus, you've got the fact that uh, Geno Smith, he's, um, he's, he's playing a tough Jets defence. It yeah. is at home, but um, it's a tough defence. I'd, I'd prefer not to play against play against that. Um, so I'm actually putting a player that's projected to score less points by sleeping in my starting lineup over um, someone that's projected slightly higher, which I know some people yeah. just trust the projections, but I'm not. Yeah, you, I wouldn't trust it though as well. I think playing against the the Jets, they've got a couple of injuries up in that sort of front line, but their sec the secondary with like Sauce Gardner is unbelievably good. So I think it might be a bigger running game for the Seahawks rather than Geno throwing bombs. So I think you're you're absolutely spot on there with with Tom Brady against Carolina. I mean, who knows what you're going to get against the Panthers? I, I wouldn't be shocked if this was forty nil either way. I've no idea what <laughs> <laughs> what is going to happen in this game. Um, but yeah, I think Brady's safe against the Panthers. Indeed. So running back, I mentioned Ezekiel it's in the starting lineup by, by default, really. Plus it helps that yep. Tony Pollard looks like he's going to miss time. And yes. the Titans haven't got Derrick Henry, the starting Josh Dobbs tonight. So you would expect the, the Cowboys to convincingly win um, yeah. Thursday night football. In terms of running back options, though, not got a huge amount on the bench. You've got Saquon Barkley, uh, yep. Gus Edwards or Jeff Wilson. Yeah. Um, there's Antonio Gibson as well as questionable, but let's not beat around the bush. It's going to be Saquon Barkley that's going in there. 
Absolutely. Yeah, there, there's no this is this is kind of the trap that you talked about. You don't want to overthink things here. You don't want to think, oh well, you know, Indiana, like, oh, and Daniel Jones has been running it a bit more, maybe it's like just play Saquon Barkley, right? Like you just you have to. Indeed you do, and then I'm gonna take tight end next. Uh, that um, looked like another clear choice. I mean, there's Kelsey there. There's a couple of other decent guys that have helped in the flex a couple of times with when I was a little bit weaker at wide receiver, there's Hayden Hurst and um, yep. Joanne Johnson. But yeah, yeah. simple pick, I am one in football. Travis Kelsey. Yeah, Travis Kelsey. Like, it's just... I mean, I know Cal Pitts' nickname is the unicorn, but I mean, if Travis Kelsey isn't a unicorn, it must be two unicorns, which is very rare, right? That guy is just un- unbelievable. He's like a cheat code, right? It's almost like, I can't remember who it was, but someone talked about it, especially if it's like a tight end premium league. If you have Travis Kelsey, it's almost like you're allowed to start an extra player. He gets that many points. <laughs> He's literally like Donkey Kong, isn't he? He's just such a formidable yeah. beast. Yeah, absolutely. Man. And then we've got your, the free wide receiver spots and two flex spots, well, which okay. even though this is a tight end premium league, half point PPR, I want that to be filled with wide receivers. And it's going to be dictated yeah. that way as well. So... Yeah. Um, sort of guys we've got Hopkins, Keenan Allen, Adam Phelan. Of course. Uh, Curtis Samuel there, but he's probably not in consideration. Same yeah. with Paris Campbell. There's Deontay Johnson, Jerry Judy. So let's see, one, two. We'll just start from the top. All right, I guess. So you've got yeah, you've got a healthy amount of options there. Obviously, Deontay Hopkins up there first. Now I'm worried about about that, right? What what are your thoughts about? Yeah. I know DeAndre Hopkins is obviously. And there's no worries about how good a player DeAndre Hopkins is, but I am worried about who's throwing him the ball. But then he does have a favorable matchup. Like the the Falcons are pretty terrible, so that's a tricky one to balance. Yeah, and the one thing I noticed is the person I'm facing. We've got Ridder as the opposite QB, and yep. we've got James Connor. As part of the offense, mm. so I'm thinking a little bit similar to before. If I can hedge my bets, yeah, play Hopkins. If if Ridder's gonna have a big game, it's gonna be coming from behind. Hopefully, uh, you're banking yeah. on Hopkins doing that production early, or if Ridder has a good start, you've got the the bringing it back late in the game sort of thing. So Hopkins feels like a smash spot to play in there as a as a safe yeah. option. Might not be the best QB. But um, sure to get by on on volume alone. So you really hope so, right? Fingers crossed. Yeah, and and you mentioned the yeah. the matchup with the Falcons. It's a pretty nice one yeah. indeed. Yeah. I guess next up you've got Keenan Allen, which he's been on fire recently. Mm-hmm. He usually has terrible yeah. ends the season when he had that that game where he said, "Don't sit me" in semi-finals a couple of years back and. <laughs> I didn't sit him, and he got like one point four points or something yeah. like that, which was uh, yeah. horrible. And he had a bad, bad uh, fantasy playoffs last year, but he, he came good last week in, uh, yeah, in, in 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 the first ship I won in uh, week sixteen. But interesting thing here, he says it's got like a wind icon here, so maybe I need to speak to Matt. But I know this game is a dome game; yeah. it's in LA. Maybe yeah. sleep's got that wrong. Yeah, surely. Um, we'll have to yeah consult the official weatherman of the NFL, right? Matt, the weatherman. So it's, yeah, a, it's a smash spot. Keenan Allen's going to start. He's 
Yeah, I, I agree. Let's get him in there. Yeah, Keenan Allen. It's coming good just at the right time, actually, because yeah, maybe a few weeks ago you would have been a bit worried about Keenan Allen there, but yeah, he's he's really coming on really well there, so gotta love him sliding in there. And we got we got one more wide receiver to, to slot yeah. in, right? So it's down to sort of Judy, Deontay Johnson, mm. Paris Campbell, Curtis Samuel, Adam Phelan. Um, I think... Based on the the game type that Judy's playing at the Chiefs, uh, I'd expect the Chiefs to convincingly put up points on a, on a defense, a Denver defense that wanted to get fifty put on it by the the Rams this week um, yeah. on Monday Night yeah, Football. Yeah. So I think Judy's got to be the the key spot to to plug in there. Um, one thing I would Judy also had... do as well is. Sorry, yeah, okay. one thing, one thing I would do there is because he's questionable, uh, and I do this for yeah. my lineups. Is I make a little note of people that's in my starting lineup that's questionable, and also have a plan as to which player I will move to if yeah. they can't go. It just makes it easier for in twenty thirty leagues on a checking on a Sunday at, at five pm UK time. It just makes it easier to go in thing right. I need to look for this guy in this league, and the move is going to be to this person just makes it a lot quicker than yeah. trying to scramble last minute when you're in that many leagues. Yeah, absolutely agree. And and Judy, I was going to mention actually, Judy had obviously a really, really good game last week, but the last time Judy played against the Chiefs as well, he had another really strong game. So he's starting to become, he he's starting to become like a real focal point and kind of the clear kind of wide receiver one there as Cortland Sutton kind of fades a little bit into the background. So I think Jerry Judy is a is a good play there for, for championship final weekend. So that's your three wide receivers locked in. You got how many flex spots you got to fill? It's two flex to fill. Okay. So, so yeah, it's I think first of all gonna go Adam Phelan because it's a team that I run. Uh, and you know I like Adam Phelan. <laughs> Absolutely. So he, yeah. He's got to be in there. Um, he's, he's pretty boom-bust. He's touchdown dependent, but he's got a pretty decent record against the Packers over the years. It's uh, it's in Green Bay as well, so you'd expect that. Maybe maybe Green Bay are more favoured at home than if it was on the road in yeah. Minnesota. Weather conditions might be not as great as in the Dome at, at Mini, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think it'll be a problem for a a seasoned veteran like Adam Phelan. No, no, I would say not. And it's going to be probably a high-scoring game because all the Vikings games this year have been just Crazy. unbelievable watching. So, yeah, I think Thielen's a, a good shot in there. And the last one is probably the trickiest one to fill, right? Especially because one of them is Monday Night Football. It's like, do you want mm-hmm. to wait until... <laughs> until and then, yeah, that's it's hard. So... Who's who's standing out to you there? Deontay Johnson obviously is there as an option. Antonio yeah. Gibson is there, but he's kind of been faded a little bit. And is anyone else standing out? There was one more, I can't remember who it was. There was one more person that was standing out to me. Yeah, there's there's Jeff Wilson as well that's been been hit and miss. He, he flashed a little yeah. bit last week. I believe the guy I'm facing, I might have this wrong, he's playing Raheem Mostert. Oh yeah. He's playing Raheem. 
So maybe if I wanted to just play safe and hope that it's not a um, a running back fest, like obviously Teddy Bridgewater was meant to start this weekend. If I was just going to play it safe, I could maybe yeah. stick Jeff Wilson in there and just say, you know what, that's that's me sticking yeah. Jeff Wilson. But I think with the lineup I've got um, and, and what I'm facing, I think it's I've done a lot of where I'm picking a player to sort of tell a story and defend myself and play it safe. I mm. think at this point in the flex, we've got Adam Phelan who, yeah, he's, he's pretty pretty boom bust as such. we touchdown dependent. Maybe I want to go for a guy that's going to get more volume. I think Deontay Johnson's the pick here, just based yep. on it's championship week. I'm playing against the best team in the league. I'd probably pick Deontay Johnson if it was week one or week six or week yeah. 17 as it is now. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to get too cute and play Jeff Wilson to try and defend myself. It's going to be Deontay Johnson, just with the caveat that if it gets to, because he's a late game, um, the late game on Sunday into early Monday, with a caveat to check on Friday's injury report, yeah. If he's if he's still on the injury part, then he's a genuine game time decision. I'll have to make that move Sunday um, to move yeah. to um, Jeff Wilson. I don't want to yeah. be in a spot where I'm having to try and trade or get someone off waivers on Sunday night to, to fill yeah, that spot. Yeah, because I think I, th- I think you've got maybe Gus Edwards there that could fill it if worse comes to worse, but you don't really want to be yeah. trusting trusting Gus Edwards to win your championship. Exactly, Gus Edwards are a questionable Hayden Hurst. It's uh, yeah. half my deal. Yeah, so absolutely. That's the so let's let's yeah let, let's run down this this hopefully soon to be back to back championship winning team. So let let's hear from from quarterback then. Yeah, so you got Tom Brady QB. You've got Josh Allen Superflex running backs Zeke Saquon. Wide receivers, Hopkins, Keenan Allen, Jerry Judy. You've got the man himself, Donkey Kong, Travis Kelsey at tight end. And then we've got the man himself, Adam Phelan and Deontay Johnson wow. in the flex. And based on projections, love it. I'm a 30-point favourite, so yeah. Pretty looking In a good spot, obviously, there can be moves made by this, this gem before the weekend, but We'll just have to see. We finished on the same record. He was actually the one seed. I was the two. So yeah, um, it's going to be a fine matchup, regardless of uh, absolutely. What the yeah, say. that's one of my like. I think whenever you're looking down at your opponent's roster, right? So you're scrolling down, you're like, okay, Brady, whatever, and then you get to the superflex and you see like Josh Allen there. And you're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just that like hidden surprise, like just a little like gut punch right at the end. You're like, oh, that's not like you know. Joe Flacco filling in for the Jets and Superflex, like oh yeah, it's yeah, it's always that little like gut punch at the end, having like yeah, Mahomes or a or a Josh Allen in at Superflex. So yeah, that'll that'll tease your opponent too, which is you know getting mind games started already. Yeah, and, and I like to do it in date um, sort of date and time orders to the games. Yeah. I know some some players like to just have the best players in the lineup, and then as it gets uh-huh. further and further down, the weaker players, but. Yeah, it's nice to have a little little cheeky surprise at the bottom of the roster there in, in Josh Allen. Yeah, absolutely. So let's let's pull this roster away and we're, we're going to have a little look at 
on my roster here. I don't think there's been any any trades gone through. No, I've got I've DM'd people, telling them to check their DMs. Don't tagging people, check your DMs, please. So I'm, I'm hoping there will be a trade go through. As you can see, there are three currently out there. I actually said, actually accidentally we set a trade out to the guy I was playing <laughs> in the final. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm really sorry. Like, I didn't realize I was playing you. And he's like, yeah, I didn't think that was a bit weird. Like, obviously, I'm not going to trade you any players. So um, I, I quickly got rid of that one. So we got three trades out. And you can you can probably guess what I'm trying to do here. Because you see my lineup from last week. I had Patrick Mahomes. I had Brock Purdy. I had Derek Henry. Mm, so the man. I just, I just need to, I need to move off him. Like it's, I, I did a little yeah. quick YouTube short video today, and it was all about how, you know, everyone's talking about you should replace Derrick Henry with this player or, or this player or this player. And the real truth is, you can't replace Derrick Henry. You have to change your strategy. You're not going to get Hassan Haskins coming in and scoring Derrick Henry numbers. That is not happening. So you need to completely change your strategy. Go out and trade for someone or start riskier type of players instead of Derrick Henry to kind of boost up and try and find those points and it might burn up in your face but you at least you know you try to make up for it so I'll, I'll run you through the rest of the team and then we can chat and and maybe maybe we'll have um a trade go through live on the air which would be wow cool. excitement so, wow i know so we had this cute two quarterback league here we got patrick Mahomes and brock purdy uh we got derrick henry jk dobbins in at running back three receivers with gabe davis t higgins and devonta smith and then two tight ends so it's a bit of an a bit of an unusual build league. So TJ Hawkinson and Dallas Goddard in a tight end, and then two flex spots as well with Michael Pittman Jr. And I had Daniel Bellinger in as my, um, my second flex spot last Sneaky. week. Now I think that was a hedging bet kind of moment as well because I think in this league I have Devonta Foreman and Devonta Foreman burned me real bad the week before. So I I kind of took him out of a couple of leagues and I put in Bellinger because he had a he had a good matchup I think last week, but. It worked out just fine. So I don't think I'll be starting them this week, though, but we'll, we'll have a look and see. Um, <laughs> let's let's start up with, with quarterback then. And Patrick Mahomes, we're probably not going to be touching Patrick Mahomes up against the Broncos. Should be doing very well. Brock Purdy has been absolutely brilliant. Like, I cannot speak highly enough of Brock Purdy. He's been so solid coming in. Got a great matchup up against the Raiders, who... I think they have to stop playing from what I can see. They've given yeah. up a little bit. So hopefully, hopefully Max Crosby will continue to have a quiet one and not get too close to Brock Purdy. But let's see if I have any replacements available. I do. I've got two possible options. One is Mac Jones up against the Miami Dolphins. And the other is Dave Mills, who's part of a quarterback committee, which is a interesting thing. I'm loving it from the Texans. I absolutely love it. But it doesn't make him a viable fantasy option at the moment davis mills so it's between brock purdy and mac jones i'm leaning brock purdy what are you thinking yeah brock purdy's done an amazing job since he came in um it's it's literally like jimmy g 2.0 in the sense for yeah. system qb pocket passer um does everything you want from um, a coaching point of view i guess uh, it's going to be a fawn in the side of trey lance owners i feel but i think it's yeah depending on how the the playoffs go if if purdy takes them deep then Trey Lance owners have got to be worried going into next season. If he, if he gets into a championship game or a Super Bowl, then they're not just going to hand over the reins to Lance, even though they've got that much invested in him. So uh, he's done 
fantastic. Well, like you mentioned, he's in the great spot. He's against a team that's just benched Derek Carr, uh, starting Jared Stidham. You'd expect them to control the game. Yeah. There might be a limit to his upside with them beating up on the, the the Raiders. But I think when you've got the the option of Mac Jones, he's someone facing a Miami team without Tua. They're potentially going to be playing from ahead. In, yeah. Similar to the 49ers will be so. In that respect, similar situations, I'd be taking a guy that's done more for fantasy uh, recently, which is Brock Purdy. Yeah, I think you're you're absolutely spot on, and I think you know Derek. I think Derek Carr has been benched to kind of actually protect him, because the last thing he needs right now is to be playing Nick Bosa and the rest of those Forty ers Like I think that's been done to be like, right, Derek, like have a week off, mate. Like you're, yeah, you've had a rough old oh, a full time of it, so so take a week off. So we'll we'll keep Brock Purdy in as our quarterback. And I this is kind of the, the main the main thing here. We've got Derek Henry, who obviously is not going to play sadly so we got to take him out now trades i've put out i am trying to acquire ezekiel elliott i'm trying to acquire more people let me just double check for you just so i'm definitely i'm definitely sure on who <laughs> who i'm trying to get one of them is definitely zeke because i know tony pollard obviously is out um yeah. so i thought zeke would be a good one to have the other one is dalvin cook the third one bit of a long shot at Christian McCaffrey. So those are the three people mm. I'm trying to give up Derek Henry for. I don't actually think I'm giving up Derek Henry for Zeke. I think I'm trying to work something with Antonio Gibson for Zeke Elliott. But we'll we'll see if anything comes through. But for now, we'll we'll yeah. work with what we got. We've got to take Derek Henry out. And these are the options. <sighs> Madison, Gibson, Bolden, Foreman, who we mentioned earlier, Dallas. Dearness Johnson, Ty Johnson, and Khalil Herbert, who's back. Um, yeah, for me, there seems to be just one kind of option there, which is Deontay Foreman. Are you seeing anything else, Kev? Yeah, I mean, a lot of this will depend on the trades you've you've got out there, and hopefully, yeah. one of those can hit. I think just speaking from a dice point of view on Henry, it's going to be so hard to move off from at this stage because yeah. in any season. There's about four teams that might fit for Derek Henry as someone that would want to win now, running back of that yeah. age. At this point in the year, I would, I'd find it very hard for any team to take him or anything less than a disgusting value for you. So, I'd be going Don to Foreman. He's essentially a lesser version of Derek Henry. He's a touchdown dependent guy. Um, yeah, the, the Bucks isn't a great matchup, but. I think purely on volume alone, you'd have to hope he could get close to double digit figures. And if it's touchdown, then he's gonna be he's gonna be passable. But like you said, trades are gonna be important and maybe when it comes to your flex spots, you might have to go a little bit a bit riskier, but it'll just depend on what options you've got when we get there. Yeah, absolutely right. And yeah, hopefully one of those guys will will come through and I have sort of put out a little message as well being like oh I've put a few trades out there like you know you could get accepted first like don't like try not to hang about because sometimes that gets people to like jump and like bite a little bit sooner so they may never know we, we might and the um, thing is might get that, a bite. That, that does work though as well Max because yeah um when I was trying to trade for Saquon in a the league there was another win now team that had basically 
put in the group chat, I've uh, I've DM'd you. It was actually T Strack, our good friend. He, he yes. put DM for for Matt uh, from mm-hmm. like I dice it, and Matt had Saquon. I was talking with Matt. Once I'd seen the message going that he'd got a DM, and I had an offer waiting to accept it, I had to take it then because I thought I'm not losing out Saquon. No. Um, and funny story is full circle. Me and Tom are playing in the final, so if Saquon's wow. a difference, it's that split decision that's probably kept him off yeah. his roster and put him on mine that's that's done it. Yeah, whenever you're on for your fifth time on the hot seat, if there's a big shiny trophy sitting behind <laughs> you, we'll we all know what happened, right? So we'll we'll have to wait and see. That should be a that should be a great matchup too. Couldn't think of two more deserving guys in the final, so I'll be keeping a close eye on that one. And obviously, I just, I'll let you, I'll let you guys get in the final this year. I don't want to steal any of them. Next next year, I'm coming for that. Um, so let's get yeah, let's get let's get Foreman in now and and stick with him. J.K. Dobbins, you taking J.K. Dobbins out for any of those other guys there? You think we gotta we gotta roll with J.K. I think we're good with J.K. on this one. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And let's have a look then at. At some of the oh my god, I've just seen how many like Monday kind of Monday night players. This is going to be nerve wracking. Um, so we've got Gabe Davis, T Higgins, and and Devonta Smith, who has been killing it lately. He's like got me into so many like finals, thankfully, because he's just been absolutely crushing it lately. So let's see if we do want to take any of these guys out. We'll start with Gabe Davis, probably the one I trust the least out of these three. So the other options are we've got Michael Pittman Jr., who's in the flex spot, or we could put in Julio Jones, Mims, no. Zay Jones, who has been really quite good the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Curtis Samuel is there, as is Elijah Moore, or Khalil Shakir's there, but yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and anybody there you think we should be taking Gabe Davis out, Gabe Davis up against the Bengals? And putting in any of these players here, or what do you think in their kit? I think at this stage, I'd probably move Pittman up into his spot. I feel more comfortable yep. about Pittman's uh, volume and yep. uh, volatility uh, for this week. It's likely that Gabe Davis is going to still make it in your flex spots based on you needing a couple of those, but um, going with the, the best three guys in the, the top three spots while we're doing the lineup. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, Pittman, Higgins, and Smith. That's a real nice like core starting wide receiver trio there. I'm I'm a big fan of that, and that's kind of going to get better in, as years go by as well. They're all kind of the same kind of age, so that'll be nice to have on this team going forward. So yeah, I'm pretty happy with those three. I've got two tight ends I need to start, and I mean apart from Donkey Kong himself, these are the two that that I want pretty much. Even ahead of Mark Andrews at the minute, I want T.J. Hawkinson who's tight end number two on the year ahead of Mark Andrews. And I want Dallas Goddard, who has... You know, I was actually quite worried about Dallas Goddard uh, before because the Eagles have got so many passing options, but he's proven himself to be a really, really good option. Playing up against New Orleans now as well, I think Goddard might see a lot of work because you're going to have Marshall Lattimore like sniffing around the wide receivers, so Goddard might be a, sne- a safer kind of option. But I've got some inside information here. I've got an Eagles fan on the show. Should I be avoiding Goddard here? What do you, what do you think? Um, I mean, Goddard, he had his first game back from from IR last week against the Cowboys. He had a pretty pretty solid week uh, with yep. everything sort of weighed up and baked in there. 
Um, I know the the Saints have got a top top defense against tight ends. Uh, might be the best in the league, but yeah. Um, I think at this at this stage of season, you don't want to be sitting your studs. I think Goddard is a stud. Uh, before he went down injured, yeah. he was uh, out producing T. Jockinson in fantasy points per game. So, yeah. um, really underrated season. If you played the full amount, people will be gushing over him. Um, so they're going to be the main two, unless you've got unless you've got a hidden gem like Travis Kelsey on your bench. I can't see. Um, I mean, hold on, let me. Let me just, I'll cross my fingers and we'll see. I'll say a little, say a little prayer. Um, no, got Jack still. <laughs> I've got Cole Komet, actually. Oh. That's not, that's not a bad, that's not a bad little stash. You played up against the Detroit Lions. That is something to think about, actually. So Cole Komet is there up against the Lions who, you know, just leak points. Um, so, mm, okay. Cole Komet. Speaking. Or, yeah, would you be putting Cole Komet in ahead of Goddard or Hawkinson? No, I'm, I'm definitely those two. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But but Cole Komet, nice, nice to have him there. He probably helped me a lot whenever whenever got it was out actually. So you know, shout out to Cole Komet. What what a nice man. Um, <laughs> and then we've got we've got our our flex spots there. Gabe Davis, who we just moved down earlier, is there, and Daniel Bellinger sitting in there too. You thinking we get rid of Bellinger here? That's kind of what my instinct is going. To knock out Bellinger and, and put in somebody else, like yeah, what, who, it, who are you thinking here? Yeah, it's a, it, it is a tough one because there's the two guys that stand out to me. Um, yes, Zay Jones is a clear one. I think he's got yeah. the the Texans maybe at home or Texans Absolutely. away. Sorry, in the dome. In the dome, yep. Um, and then the other one is it is Cole Komet, like. Uh, I know the the Lions are terrible against tight end. I think he had a big game against them earlier on in the season. I know that um, our good friend Tom, NFL and Scott Eastrack, he's done an article on DFS this week and he's highlighting fields. Um, he's highlighting Colcomet as well as people to be on this week. So yeah, yeah, I guess it, it's between those two for me. It might depend on your matchup if. Let's say the guy you're facing's got fields, or yeah, or Trevor Lawrence, or something like that, or then that, well, that could that could decide it. But let's no have idea. a peek then, will we? He's got in. He's got Joe Burrow and he's got Kirk Cousins mm-hmm. in a quarterback. Um, yeah, so not so. There's ETN. Really... That's an interesting one. Oh, that's a good Hender shot. That's not going to stay surely. Um, <laughs> And yeah, I've been quite lucky as well. He's got Jalen Hurts down there on, on the bench. So yeah, been yeah. quite lucky there. So yeah, he's he's got Travis Etienne in there. So that could factor in do I play Zay Jones or not if he's playing Etienne. Yeah. My it's, gut it's... instinct, yeah. My gut instinct is telling me go with Zay Jones, but I feel like I'm like, well, I regret that. I don't I don't know. Yeah, I think it, the guy he faces has got ETN, he's got Montgomery as well, so it kind of negates which, which side you would go. With this yeah. looking like um, non-Titan premium, I'd, yeah, be, is, yeah. I'd be hitting Zay Jones. I think even if it was a small Titan premium, ideally you want to have wide receivers in your flex unless they're a yeah. top six Titan. So, yeah, I'll lean 
say Jones for the win. Yeah, I think I'm doing the same. And yeah, I know you know Detroit are, are bad against the tight end. I mean, Houston are bad against tight end, bad against receiver, bad against quarterback, bad against the running back. So yeah, Houston, Houston are just all around bad. So hopefully Zay Jones can can have himself a, a good day there. So no trades have gone through, have they? No, nothing. Sad. I thought I thought we were going to get some some live on air trades. So hopefully again we'll get something before these guys play. But let's have a final look down at the team. That will be playing for championship here. We've got Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback in the NFL, up at the top. We got Brock. <laughs> we got Brock Purdy beside him. You know, the second best quarterback in the NFL, Brock Purdy. <laughs> just, just below Patrick Mahomes. We got Deonta Foreman, who's in there. J.K. Dobbins in there as well, alongside Michael Pittman Jr., T. Higgins, Devonta Smith in at the wide receiver positions with TJ Hawkinson and Dallas Goddard. Then we have Gabe Davis and we have Zay Jones, who I'm just going to flick in here just so we got, look at that, Kev. You happy now? Look at that. Mm-hmm. We got it done in, in time order with Davis and Higgins. So I have a funny feeling I might be up early Tuesday morning, Monday night, watching that Buffalo-Cincinnati game. I reckon a lot of people will be actually considering the talent and the fantasy talent that's on on view there. That's it's going to be a lot of anxious early morning Mondays for people in the UK or just, I don't know, what is what time is that in America? Just like a regular time for non-psychopaths <laughs> to watch like a sport, right? Yeah, I think it's half past eight. But you mentioned earlier about getting that risk over with Derek Henry not being there. I think the fact that you've got two guys to finish it in a, a game head-to-head, Davis yeah. and Higgins. Davis has got that ceiling. We've seen Higgins have yeah. explosive games. And the fact that they're playing each other, if that's a shootout, that's mega. If it's a low-scoring game, that's going to really hurt you as well. So I think it is a risky play having both of those on this particular lineup, but it's the right play because you're playing to win. There's no better options. And, yeah, imagine if you're 40 points down going into that game and those two bring it home. You'll be telling grandkids yeah. and everything. It's going to be so nerve-wracking because I think the guy I'm playing does he have Joe Burrow, so it's gonna it's gonna really yeah. mess with my head. <laughs> I don't know what I want to happen, um, so we'll we'll just yeah, hopefully all will be fine and everything will be wrapped up before we even get to that game. So let's pull that game away and let's get us yeah. back up here and and that's that's the end of the show, folks. Um, hopefully, you know you all have got your lineups nice and set and and ready to go for Championship Weekend. Hopefully, you're in some of those championship games and next time we see each other you know you'll have that little yellow ribbon next to your name just like kev did in that league so kev just one more time wanted to thank you so much for coming on the show do you want to just remind everyone where can they find you online yep sure thanks for having us on mags it's been a pleasure can't wait to get my uh nfl ball for my next appearance big five yes. but uh yeah you can follow me on twitter at <laughs> dynasty underscore go um part of fantasy wildcard at fantasy wildcard um do the Dynasty show, Wildcat Dynasty, part of part of that network. So, yeah, just thanks for having us on. Give us a follow. Uh, I do occasionally post something quite funny and useful. Uh, but, he does. But, yeah, main thing is the podcast, thanks for Wildcat. Just uh, give us a follow. I'm sure you do already because Max is a good lad. But, but, yeah, thanks for having us on. And best of luck in your coin flips this weekend. Absolutely. And thanks again, everyone, for listening. Yeah. 
Best of luck, and hey, no matter what happens, win, lose, draw, draw. Imagine that! Wow. Um, <laughs> just, just remember, keep yourselves and your team lit. I will see you next week. Bye.